I'm coming to you on this beautiful winter solstice to bring you a special bonus episode that has just what you need for this winter season. Adina and Kim of Mystical Crossroads are here today to talk about their new downloadable self-guided retreat where goddess archetypes support you on a soulful journey through the winter season. This downloadable experience is called Embracing Darkness, a winter shadow journey to find the light within. Now let's get on to our conversation. So hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Mountain Practice Journeys podcast. I'm here with Kim and Adina, and they have got a very beautiful, um, we've been calling it a guided winter journey that you can go on that's going to help you to get through this winter season. So welcome, Kim and Adina. Thank you. (laughs) Yeah. Um, If y'all just want to go ahead and we'll start with you, Kim, and just let us know a little bit about who you are and what you do. All right. I am Kim Corson and I have a PhD in human development and family studies, which in most circles is developmental psychology. And I work with people who consider themselves high achievers, um, helping them through any kind of transition or change that they're going through. And that can be either personally or professionally. I work with executives and leaders as well and solopreneurs. Awesome. And Adina, how about you? Hi, I am technically a licensed clinical mental health counselor, um, but I like to consider myself a shadow guide and soul healer. I work um, primarily individually with folks here in Asheville, North Carolina, but I also work with some clients virtually. And um, I work mainly with what I call rebels and dreamers, and um, they're sort of creative, nonconformists, and highly sensitive folks. And the work that I do is really rooted in um, shadow work. So that just means um, digging in to make the unconscious conscious. So to figure out what those hidden influences are that are affecting life and work through them so that people can thrive and be in their full power. Awesome. Yeah. And it's kind of the topic of shadow work that brought all of this to be. So today we are going to be talking about, I mean, the title of this offering is Embracing Darkness, A Winter Shadow Journey to Find the Light Within. So why don't y'all share a little bit of about how this even came into being? Well, we are both in your mastermind, Cindy, in case you didn't know that. (laughs) Shout out to Forest Mind. (laughs) Shout out to Forest Mind. And we were having a conversation about shadow work. And I believe really the first part of the conversation was about how people are kind of scared of shadow work or they, they, um, there are some myths around shadow work that it's this very scary thing, that it's this very dark, journey that's hard to find the light, hard to get out of. Um, Shadows often scare people. And so we were talking, Adina and I, about our individual shadow work and then also the work that we do with clients and how we soften it a little bit or, you know, hold people's hands as they sort of go into some shadow work. And we thought originally that we were just going to do something to dispel the myths of shadow work. So maybe like a Facebook live or something like that, but our creative minds went nuts. And (laughs) honestly, we talk about it, that it feels like this project just sort of birthed itself, that we, we were the 
um, midwives, I guess, of this thing that was just wanting to be birthed into the world. And so um, it sort of just grew and became, and both of us, well, I know I particularly work with archetypes with my clients. So it was a, um, a really natural piece for me. And then both of us actually have this, this, um, I don't know, memory in our past of doing a project when we were younger with goddesses. And we were talking about how we did this really creative project when we were younger. And it was just, that was kind of the connecting piece. And I think it just sparked from there. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, Adina, what do you think? That and say that, you know, that the, the memories of, um, of doing a project when we were younger kind of came through, we realized that afterwards, but I think what kind of brought us together even more deeply is just a love for mythology yeah, and archetypes. We both really enjoy that and, and use those a lot. So I really feel like, like you said, this, this project was birthed through us and, and it was this common ground that our, our creative energy just melded, melded together mm-hmm. and really pushed out this project Um, additionally, I think the other thing that came into play in regards to this winter shadow journey, we both love shadow work. Um, but we also both struggle with winter. Mm -hmm. And and so we were kind of talking about that and, and finding ways to support people and help people get through the darker months. Um, and, and hence this project. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you know, the other, Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. (laughs) The, the other piece is that I believe we both have a background in literature and creative writing too. So that also was a connecting piece. We have a lot of pieces that are very similar between the two of us. And so I think we sort of just put all that together and here it is. Yeah. And yeah, I loved pretty- it. I remember when like y'all were talking about this and you both shared your experiences of when you were kids and you did these projects on mythology or on goddesses and everything. So this is just a little thing to throw out there for everyone listening. Like pay attention to that. Pay attention to the things that you were interested in when you were a kid. Like there is some original genius there that there's something to that, that you're really connected to. So don't discount something just because it's like, oh, I did that when I was a kid. Like you can really bring that to light as an adult and it can sometimes show where your passions really lie. Mm-hmm. I agree. And I also want to comment on, um, you know, trust your intuition too and trust your vision because this is something that also unites um Kim and me, I feel like we're both really good at that. <laughs> um, we're, we're both highly intuitive and we both kind of get information from this creative cosmos. I mean, I don't know how else to, to explain it. And we trust the downloads that we mm-hmm. receive. And I really feel like working with you has helped me to do that even more, to lean into it even more deeply, to have another human being that's like, you know, this goddess spoke to me today and that not be like a crazy thing, you know, it helps me to be like, oh yeah. And I had this come through. And so mm-hmm. in that way, I, again, like this project came through us. We were both kind of communicated with by these energies, whatever you want to call it, that were wanting to speak. Mm-hmm. And, you know, sometimes she would reach out to me and be like, I, 
it's usually when you're on a run, (laughs) 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 running and -and so-and-so came through and had this thing for me. It's usually when I'm sleeping, you know, I'm dreaming and -and so-and-so comes through to me. But, um, but that really was very beautiful. It allowed for a very beautiful unfolding of this creative process and project. And so again, to anyone listening, trust your intuitive sense. And if some information comes through, um, don't doubt it and just listen to what it has to say. Yeah. And there's so many different ways that information can come through. So Kim, it may be running and for Adina, it may be dreaming. And even for me, it, it can sometimes be through a dream, but a lot of times it's just through my waking life when I read something or when someone says something to me and there's just this inner knowing that it's meaningful or that I need to pay attention mm-hmm. to it. So just know that there's so many different ways that you can be receiving these little hints from the universe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And don't be afraid to speak up about it too. I think it's great that I can just say something in a Dino and go, yeah, that sounds awesome. You know, it's, it's not like sometimes when I'm with clients, I'll get something and I'll say, okay, I'm, I'm about to ask a really weird question. And they're very used to my weird questions now. Um, but I, with Adina, I didn't even feel like I needed to preface it. It was just kind of like, Hey, I got this. And she's like, Oh yeah. we're just sort of on the same wavelength with that. Yeah. I found it fascinating too, how sometimes certain things echoed like, um, well, one of the archetypes that we speak to in this book or speak for in this, this ebook, this journey, I guess, um, is Persephone. And initially when we were first conceptualizing this, she was a, a character that wasn't really speaking to me very much. I was like, Oh yeah, she's, she's, great love her story you know but wasn't having like a personal connection and then there was one night I don't know if I was actually asleep or or close to sleep or whatever and she really was like right there like just and I could feel her feelings and I could feel her rage which was isn't something that we you know normally associate with this character in the traditional tale but I could feel that characters or that that goddess's energy and I shared it with Kim and she wasn't like "Mm, no I think you've got that wrong (laughs) she was like yeah I feel that too and so we just knew like that's part of her story Yeah. And it's so funny that you say that because originally Persephone was the one that I was kind of working up first. We, we sort of divvied up the, the work, um, originally, and I was working on Persephone first because actually Persephone was the, the character that I worked with when I was a kid, that was actually, she was the one. Mm -hmm. So I already had that connection to Persephone, but then it was kind of like, okay, it's time to go to the next level. And Adina took Persephone. And actually I went back I I kind of dug into Medusa a little bit more, who was a character for me as a child. I I absolutely adored Medusa. I loved learning about Medusa and watching Clash of the Titans, the original, you know, creepy one. One of my all-time favorite movies ever. (laughs) I know there's a, there's actually a little bit of some nods to Clash of the Titans on my website, but, um, but yeah, I, Medusa is actually the one that I ended up really digging into a little bit more as we went through this. So it was really interesting. And we keep seeing these goddesses pop up everywhere too. We see them on reels and all kinds of things. And so there's all these synchronicities that say, yep, you're on the right track. This is what what needs to come out. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, and there are going to be three goddesses that are featured in in this journey that you take people on. So it's Medusa, Persephone, and Hecate, or Hecate, however you decide to pronounce it. But yeah, I, these three are, like I said, I think there's a lot of um, energy around these three goddesses today. Most definitely. Um, yeah, and what, what we've done for this journey is we we've taken the traditional tales, the traditional mythology around these characters, and we've, we've retold their stories from their perspective. So kind of like dispelling myths in a way by, by, you know, the idea here is that these goddesses actually want to, they want to be the ones to tell their story and they want to tell it how it really goes. Cause some things have been gotten wrong. Um, and again, we just sort of trusted the intuitive downloads that came through with these stories, but what has come out of that is they're all tales of empowerment and they are reframing the, the story of the victim to, to one of empowerment. And, and hopefully what, what our intention is here is to help people do the same with their own stories, uh, mm-hmm. to offer that reframe and to come at their own stories from a place of empowerment, moving away from victimization and to, to then grow that energy and that light within. Yeah. And I think there's something also healing about that with winter. Cause again, both of us are not fans <laughs> winter or the cold. And so there is a little bit of a victim mentality that winter's out to get us, right? So um, it's sort of a reframing of that as well, that this is a time to go within. This is a time that you um, can get cozy and really dig into your psyche. And so it it's that healing piece of it too. Like winter is an archetype, I guess, is what I'm thinking. Yeah. And I think about it in terms of summer, how we're so social and we go out and we do these things and we put ourselves out there in the world. And that feels good at that time of year. But the the call to go inward in winter, I think for me, I've experienced that as like a sorrow or a depression. And that has made winter a difficult season to move through. And what I love about this project that we've worked on is it's even helped me and encouraged me to to shift that relationship and in and, and you know it's it's going inward but not in a sorrowful way it's mm-hmm. not you know dealing with depressed feelings it's it's like this invitation to get to know oneself more deeply right. you know in the summer we're meeting new people we're we're putting our energy outwards but in the winter it's i'm not meeting a new person but i am kind of meeting myself in ways that I haven't before. And what we've offered here, I think gives people a, a few different tools and ways to, to do that creatively and, and spiritually. Yeah. If you were to give people just a little peek inside what this journey is about, what can they expect um, as they're going along? Well, the cool thing about this is that it- you can choose to follow one goddess all the way through, kind of like she's your guide on this adventure, this journey. Um, you can also choose to follow all of them and just pick and choose the the things that you want. Uh, for sake of simplicity, I'll say just following one for right now. But if you, you the beginning, you choose a goddess, uh, we have it broken up into what 
reasons you might want to choose this goddess. So are you working on um, some kind of empowerment around your body, um, your authentic self? Is it uh, trying to get away from making everyone happy and people pleasing? You know, there's all these different reasons why you might choose a certain goddess. And so we have those outlined for you. Uh, And then you choose that goddess and then she takes you through the telling, the traditional telling of her story. And then we actually have an audio version of the retelling of the story. So the goddess actually tells you her story and you get to sit down and cozily listen to it. And then we have pieces for mind, body, and spirit or soul. And so the mind piece is some journal prompts that you can use throughout winter as you're thinking about the story and reflecting on the story in your own your own journey within. And the body pieces, some somatic work, some um, exercises that help you really get in touch with your body based on the theme that that, that goddess is actually kind of helping you work on. And then the spirit piece, we have several things on there. We have a um, we have tarot spreads, we have guided meditations, we have some rituals, some simple rituals, some creative rituals, and even some more sacred um, spiritual rituals that you can do. So you can kind of choose your level of involvement too, which I I like. It's it's very, I think Adina called it like a buffet that you can kind of choose from. Yeah, it's self-directed. And I think that, um, you know, going back to choosing which goddess to work with or, you know, how to do that, anyone should trust their intuition on that. Mm -hmm. And again, we do have these recommendations, you know, if you're at a crossroads in your life or if you're dealing with body image issues or, you know, whatever it might be, you might want to choose this over the other. However, if you kind of are intuitively drawn to anyone in particular trust. I'm just a big advocate for always trusting that intuitive sense. And there's no timeline or prescription for how to move through these offerings, but just know that it can be done um, however you like (laughs) in whatever way you like, and you can mix it up and, you can do a little bit and then come back for more or whatever. So I just want to let people know that, that it really is like a, I think, I think Kim, you called it sort of like a a DIY retreat kind of experience. Mm -hmm. Um, And that is sort of what it's intended to be like. Yeah. We really encourage people to dig into their imagination with it. I'm a huge proponent of using imagination and creativity. And I think Adina is too. So, um, we really, we sort of created something that will spark your imagination and we give you a little bit of the beginning of that imagination, but the hope is that you will take it and really create an entire inner world and landscape for yourself with that. So um, I think it's pretty cool. And also it there's not a lot of really big supplies or anything that you need. It's all stuff that you could find within your house to use. Um, as you do any of the rituals or the creative work. 
Yeah. I mean, this sounds amazing and I'm so excited for it. It's going to be such a support for people to get through the winter. And especially if you struggle with winter and, and it's almost like a reimagining of winter, just like you've reimagined the goddesses mm-hmm. and what you can can get out of that. And even me as someone who loves winter, I am excited about this and I can't wait to get my hands on it and and work with these goddesses in that way and just hear the the retelling of their story and be able to learn something about myself in the process as well. Yeah, I want to say too, this project is really, <laughs> like Kim said, we're both so highly imaginative and creative and it just keeps like coming through <laughs> in these waves. And, um, you know, when Kim at the beginning was talking about how how we support people in shadow work, I've kind of come to look at it as we're, we're both sort of lantern holders or torch mm-hmm. bearers. And so we, we kind of guide and lead the way um, to illuminate possible pathways forward. And this is kind of, that's been what sort of unites us. So in taking this a little further and even thinking beyond this shadow journey for winter, into what we're doing here together. That's it. Like we are guides illuminating possible pathways. And so one way that we do that is through this winter shadow guide that you can purchase. Um, And we're also conceiving of some other ways to do that. We've already got a summer guide. (laughs) Yep. We have that one already planned. It's, it's ready. And actually I, I would argue that we kind of have spring and fall sparked up in our heads too. (laughs) Yeah. And, and, you know, a a grander vision is to, to take this winter shadow journey that is right now a DIY kind of thing, like we said, and, and actually facilitate it with people in person. So in the future, actually having a, a winter retreat, uh, where we, um, invite folks to commune with and get to know these goddesses a little bit more intimately. And we have some really cool ideas for how to make that happen, but that's coming in the future. And all of this we've sort of put under, we put our heads and in, in creative energies together under the umbrella of mystical crossroads. So that's sort of, we're here at the crossroads mm-hmm. <laughs> to illuminate possible pathways forward for people. That is beautiful. And I, that retreat, I'm like, sign me up. That sounds amazing. So I can't wait for all of these things to come out. Um, and how it is like a, yeah, it's like seasonal support. And there's so much because I talk about seasons all the time because I'm so into nature and there's so much that can be um, can be learned from the seasons and the changes and the cycles and how we how we go along the wheel of nature. So this is such an amazing project that y'all are getting started. And I can't wait to see like what all what all grows from it. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm really well, I just wanted to say, I'm, I'm glad you're like, sign me up because we sort of already did sign you up. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. And I, I think one of the last things I want to say about it is that it's very immersive and it, we have plans for the retreat to be incredibly immersive. Like that's actually going to be a, I feel like I'm sitting here with the goddesses kind of thing. Um, but 
you can get as immersive as you want in your own head in with this uh, guide that we created. And we have ways of doing that with, you know, adding all the sensations. So there's ways to have scent and taste and sights and, you know, all of that music, everything. So getting your senses so involved that you're really immersing yourself into this journey. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that sounds so beautiful. And thinking about that, like if people purchase this guide and they're working through it and they may want some support before it comes time for the retreat, um, why don't y'all talk just a little bit about how people could get in touch with either one of y'all to do some um, shadow work or or get some support through your current um, businesses that you have? Sure. Um, so you can reach me at drkimcorson.com. That's D-R-K-I-M-C-O-R-S-O-N.com. And um, you can also find me on Instagram at Dr. Kim Corson and on Facebook at Dr. Kimberly Corson. And I am always happy, you know, if, if you really are feeling these archetypes, we can use those archetypes. I can also help you find other archetypes from anything. My, my favorite thing is to work with clients on what lights them up and what kinds of things. We often, like you said, Cindy, thinking back to what you like to play with as a child, I used to study play. So that's when I was back in academia, I studied play. So I often go into that playful energy and try to find what people like to play with as a child and pull that out for some archetypes to help them guide them through some of the changes. So if you're feeling like you want a little playful guide along the way in your shadow work, then you can come hang out with me. Yeah, I can be found at firebirdcreative.me. And um, I'm also on Instagram at firebirdcreative. And there's just fire.bird.creative on Instagram. And what I'm currently offering is, is a, I actually, you know, kind of introduced to this um, model through Kim, but a, a membership for one-on-one work. And in addition to that, well, I guess I'll back up and say with the one-on-one work, um, like I said, I really work a lot with helping people make the unconscious conscious. So digging into their subconscious um, experiences. And I do that in a number of creative ways. And we could always talk more if someone's interested in finding out more about that. Um, I guess that's all I'll say about that for right now. You can visit the website to find out more because it's a, it's a sort of complex thing. And it, and I, um, I'm excited to work more with people one-on-one. And in addition to that, I'm currently also launching a digital course called Reparenting Yourself, which is a holistic approach to inner child healing. And so people who are curious and want to do some some inner child healing work can access that. And I'm also about to um, begin working in earnest on creating some Oracle decks. So stay tuned for those. I actually have two. that are in the works in that way. So um, those are my current offerings. Yeah, I am so excited for those Oracle decks. And whenever you get your your guide, your this uh, winter shadow journey, uh, Adina has done the artwork for these goddesses yes. and they are absolutely beautiful. So you've definitely got to see those because she's such a talented artist. 
Thank you. Yeah, the one Oracle deck that I'm I'm working on is an archetype deck <laughs> that I've been creating artwork for for years that just wants to come out and share its wisdom with people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I actually have want- some of Adina's like artwork on my uh, walls in my office, and I just love it. it it's just so so beautiful and inspiring. <laughs> yes, it's awesome. And if you want to work with both of us. Um, and get support from both of us, you can go to mysticalcrossroads.com. That's where both of us hang out <laughs> during the day. <laughs> and more to come. That's a work in progress. So as more you to come. check it out and then come back again because more will be added in time. Yeah. Awesome. I'm so excited for this and for everyone. I'll have all the links that we mentioned for everything in the show notes. So you can just click on that to have have an easy link to all the things that we've been talking about. Um, but thanks again so much for being here. Thank you for having us. It was fun. Thank you. Thanks so much for joining me today for this special bonus episode during our winter break. I hope that you'll visit mysticalcrossroads.com and purchase your guided journey and allow these beautiful goddesses to support you on a soulful journey through the winter season.